You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stu Gats. Thank you. You left out Mikey A. Yeah. I, little, it, it, I, I'm sorry. God bless football, Mikey A. No, here's the thing is that so there's comments going on on the side now. So I was switching over to those comments. And then also later on, we have a Billy's Bets big board brought to you by. And right. I still need to kind of, you know, get that situated properly so i I have a lot going on in my head normally anyways but yeah anyway well god bless football anyway billy gill god bless football Uh, we have a lot we have a lot going on today stugats we have we have the bets as i said we have a top five coming up we have two guests today we have greg cody joining us shortly we have juju joining us shortly Mm -hmm. and then i don't know if this has been announced but dan is going to be doing a show after i think we're gonna do a little cross talk which not this show though he's not doing this show right he will be on. Yeah, oh, we're going to do a little okay. crosstalk, and then I think there's going to be a second hour. So oh. we told you that there wasn't going to be a show today, and now I think we're doing two shows today. So, huh. yeah. Interesting. Good planning anyway. on our part, you know? Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy, we got the matchup we wanted, Rams and Lions. We'll get to the Dolphins here in just a second, and the author of Fins at 50 is going to join us, as Billy pointed out, Greg Cody. He's a Dolphin expert. Um, but we got the matchup we wanted, Lions-Rams for everything. And Jared Goff, I mean, how about that? You had to feel good for Jared Goff last night, right? Yes, I felt good for Jared Goff. I have a question for you because I was watching the game and they mentioned Josh Reynolds is doing this against his former team. Yes. So I thought, wow, Josh Reynolds' revenge <laughs> game. I had no idea. Right. And then I looked it up and I saw Josh Reynolds was last on the Rams in 2020. So at what point and there was a and there was a stop in between. Right. So at what point do we stop saying he did this against his former team and calling this a revenge game? Because I was really excited to call it a revenge game, but yeah. it wasn't. So the Lions won the trade though, Billy. I mean, you and I have talked about this for years. You know, it's it's rare where a team wins the battle but loses the war. The Rams, they won the battle. Battles are short. Battles could be a season. Wars could go on forever. And I am telling you, the Lions are set up for the future much better than the L.A. Rams. Like Stafford's going to be done in three or four years, and golf will still be going strong. You know, but they they won a Super Bowl with Stafford. Yeah, that's the that's, battle. That's kind of right? winning. That's the battle, though. That was the battle. The did, Super Bowl. Did you did you think <laughs> that they thought that Stafford was going to be their quarterback longer than Jared Goff was? Like Jared no. Goff is what like seven years younger than him at least. Yeah. Well, Fuentes is saying the Super Bowl is definitely the war. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. It feels like a battle to me. You know. <laughs> Anyway, Billy, how'd you feel Saturday night as the uh, Dolphin season came to a a crashing finish? Um, It's the worst case scenario for Tua here because everyone is going to question. Everyone's they're doing one of two things. They're questioning Tua and whether or not the Dolphins should pay him, you know, a lot of money long term. And they're also it's also validate Tua's performance in that game is validating a lot of a lot of things people were saying about Tua headed into that game. Yeah, it wasn't it was it wasn't a good feeling. It wasn't a good game by Tua. I think that uh we immediately realized how stupid we sounded when we thought, ah, oh, the weather, the elements, it's gonna be the equalizer because it didn't seem to affect Patrick Mahomes at all. He seemed yeah. just fine and plenty comfortable in that environment. Yeah. Uh, Pacheco, he also played man. with a helmet that was cracked, 
which I don't I don't know how for he was on the field for like three plays with that cracked helmet, which I don't know how no one caught that. And they just allowed him to keep playing with that. Um, also, and we got away from the Rams and the Lions game. Matthew Stafford very clearly seemed to have a concussion and then just went right back out onto the field and finished mm-hmm. the game. Right. Did, am I the only one that thought he had a concussion? Yeah, I mean, yes. they, he like definitely, yes. okay. he, yeah, he, he definitely was a little bit wobbly, but I mean, it's playoffs. <laughs> what do you do? mean it's playoffs? playoffs. <laughs> the rules don't do? change Get in terms of concussions. <laughs> playoffs. Get back out there. Re- really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Have a concussion during the week. Uh, what's the matter with you, man? I don't know. <laughs> Double duty for Mike Tirico also. Did you guys see that? He did yes. the Saturday night game. He did the yeah. Sunday night game. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you make of Andy Reid's mustache? Um, It was, you know, he was aware of it. They asked him about it. He was right. very frozen. Um, yes. It's kind of gross because you try to figure out where that moisture is coming from. Like, what is that? I don't right. think it was not. I think it's, it's just like breathing. I don't know what created those icicles on his face. Why are you saying it's not snot? Because that's the first place I went to. I, I I don't think it was snot. I don't know what to tell you. I know, but can you can can you have a mustache and have icicles forming on a mustache without something to aid the icicles? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be water on there. There had to be Gatorade on there, or there had to be snot on there. Is when you have a mustache say? that thick, I mean, that could be water from like the, that morning. Like, it could just have been hanging in the mustache and then really it froze. Yeah. Okay, you're a mustache expert now. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Uh, Billy, are we going to play a game of if the season ended today? Are we doing that? (laughs) Or are we not sure because we still have two games yet and there's a lot of things that could still still happen? We can play if the season ended today, but right now we only have one matchup if the season ended today. And we know that the Texans will be on the road no matter what and the Lions will be hosting no matter what. But... The only game that's certain right now is Packers 49ers Saturday, 8-15 on Fox. That's the only game that will happen if the season ended today. So I guess taking the Super Bowl almost, yeah. I'm taking the Packers. I mean, okay, Points or money line? Listen, I said Packers money line against the Cowboys, and I was right. And so I'm staying with the Packers. Jordan Love, last seven games include, and now I guess eight games, has been the best quarterback in football, period. We're burning. We're burning through everything in the first five minutes. I hope you know. Like you ask, are we going to play if the season ended today? I told you yes. We could play it later, and you just played it. So now we don't have that to go to later. Well, there's we only one, one game. game I do the love next. We moved on to the next game already. <laughs> like I don't know how you anticipate this going until ten right. o'clock if we keep moving at this uh, pace and just. If the season ended forth. today, Mike McCarthy is still fired. Right. I mean, listen, we got Greg Cody and Juju. Mike McCarthy. That's going to be interesting. We'll get to that in just a second. Well, no. If the season ended today, he still has a job. Well, yes, that technically, but he will be though. He will be fired, right? As the season progresses, <laughs> as the off season do you, progresses. Do you really think, since we've now jumped to the third of four games, do you really think that uh, they're going to hire Bill Belichick in Dallas? Yes. And yes. you really think he would want to go there? Yes. Why? Uh, first off, Belichick and Jerry Jones reportedly. I don't know this. Obviously, they have a great relationship. They have. Uh, They have a a lot of respect for one another. Uh, Parcells, who was Belichick's mentor, went to Dallas, had great things to say to Bill about uh, Jerry Jones. And so, yeah, I do. I think, and it's the most, Billy, when you talk about jobs like this, don't come open. This was the two seed in the NFC. And the only reason 
this job is going to come open is because a guy like Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh is waiting in the wings to take that job. And so, no, I think if you're no. Bell, no, Billy, Mike McCarthy Billy. was going to get fired regardless. Like Bill, he's, I don't, been, he's been looking to fire Mike McCarthy. He wanted to fire him last year as well. Right. This no. isn't like Mike McCarthy is safe and he's only losing his job because you can get Belichick. If Harbaugh and Belichick aren't there, who would you bring in to replace Mike McCarthy? Because last because last year, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was Sean Payton that a lot of people thought that Jerry Jones wanted. He didn't fire Mike McCarthy. Sean Payton went to Denver. So give me a guy who's out there not named Belichick or Harbaugh who's a better option for Jerry Jones than Mike McCarthy. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I ben Johnson. Maybe. Maybe Dan Quinn. He might be. He might pull uh, what he did with um, who's the, who's the the redhead? How could you hire there? Dan Quinn after that performance? But that's I but, mean, but they hired Dan the Quinn, offensive you never coordinator coach again. I mean. uh, listen, that's a Jerry Jones movie. He's done it before. The right. offense didn't look good. He's still hired. I can't think of his name right now. The guy he's on NBC with the red hair, and he hired him. It's Jason forever. Garrett. Jason right. Garrett, and yep. they didn't have this great offense when they hired him. They were good. And they had a bad performance, and he said, "No, I want to keep it continu- uh, I want to keep the continuity." And he gave it to Jason Garrett. I could see him going. Dan Quinn's a hot name. He's still on my payroll. I'd rather hire him. It just makes it a lot easier to get rid of Mike McCarthy when Belichick is available. Of course, it does. It's why you know the Bills. This game's important for for Sean McDermott and the Bills today. If he doesn't win, he might get fired because Belichick and Harbaugh are waiting in the wings. I mean, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh already interviewed with the Chargers, right? It's reported that he's yes. scheduled to. Yeah, he's he why would he them. go there? Why would anybody um, go there? They're in cap hell. Their roster is old. The only thing they have is Justin Herbert and right. L.A. Yeah, but that's a good thing to have. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. But you're going to the pressure is going to be on to build already. Right. Yeah. I love the fact that if the Bucks win today, one of these four quarterbacks are going to the Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love. <laughs> Let's go Baker. Out of the Packers, have three great quarterbacks in a row. <laughs> he's good, man. He's really good. I know. At least he's for really now, good. he's good. Because I still have no idea if Dak is good. Dak and the uh, the Cowboys put up a lot of garbage time stats. A lot of garbage time oh, stats. Oh, Dak was terrible. Yeah, Dak was awful. You look at it, you're like, wow, Dak, 400 passing yards. I don't care. Yeah, when the game he mattered, was he was terrible. Man, for- <laughs> 300 of those 400 passing yards was when the game was out of reach. Greg Cody yeah. next. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. And we're back. Why? Hey, Greg. (laughs) 
That was very quick. That was really Ooh. quick. Thank God. That I was, was a quick break. That is Billy's way of just throwing the show right back in our laps. <laughs> Falsehood. I don't know. I'm looking at the screen and no one's talking, and I realize we're live again. We were gone for four seconds. We, we all knew Best what laid plans. <laughs> hey, Greg, how are you? Oh, your microphone's not on. Uh, this is yeah. well. Guess we weren't as ready as we thought to come back. No, yeah. you know, you're muted. <laughs> Waited a couple of more minutes. He's still talking. Hold on. This he is can't hear you. Now. This is going well. <laughs> Guys, I have a story. While yeah. Greg's figuring that out, I have a story to share with you. So okay. people are asking me where my red hoodie is because I wear my red hoodie all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have long had this weird dream of buying a hoodie that was very oversized because my wife will steal my hoodie sometimes. And she will wear like my extra large and it, it's like huge on her. But it's she says it's very comfortable to have like this baggy fit. Right. So I've long wanted to go and buy a very big sized hoodie, like oversized. It's not the size that I'm supposed to wear. And I did it this weekend because I was at the Under Armour store and they had a sale and this hoodie was $25. So I bought this hoodie for $25 nice. and I bought a 2XL and... No one can tell that it's the wrong size. It is not as big as I thought that it was. And now I'm concerned about the fact that a 2XL doesn't look as big on me as I was hoping that it would. I've been telling you for a while now, they're not making XLs like they used to. And they're not making double XLs like they used to, Billy. They're just not. Preach. You know, when we asked Chris Sims the other day what size he was, because I was going to send him one of those red Marlin hoodies and he's like an XL. I'm like, dude, there's no way that this guy is an extra large. How does he think that he's an extra large? I have no idea. And sometimes it's hard. I, I, I remember him saying it's hard for him to wrap his head around the fact that he might be a double XL or even a triple XL. Like, I do remember him saying that. What were you guys saying about Sims before uh, before we got started here this morning? Uh, this was, all, it was, it was a big thing. We got we got tweeted at a lot because everybody wants us to ask about it. So apparently he was wearing a coat that had like 12 buttons on it. Right. Like it was a 12 button coat and. It was just something we were supposed to make fun of him for, but I tried to use it elsewhere when you were coming up with your top fives. Oh. <laughs> tried to shoehorn it in a little bit. You did. <laughs> I'm still reeling for Billy asking for it's early for Lawrence. <laughs> we usually record this at five o'clock at night. It's early. Yep. Uh, we're trying to get connected with uh, exactly right, Mike. Yeah, we're trying to get connected with uh, Greg Cody. He's back. He's back. Is he Hello. 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 Who needs me? By the way, when you guys were talking about the diminishing XL, corporate America is doing that. Instead of raising prices, they're lowering content. And an example is if you look at certain beers now, the 12 ounce bottle is now 11.2 ounces. But right. they don't mm. advertise that, you know. Like sizes are shrinking, except uh, for Miller Lite, right? They're fifteen ounces. I mean, yeah, that's that continues to be uh, right on the nose. Well, I don't know if you can just say that with it not being factually accurate. <laughs> Thank no, you for you know. Miller Lite for what you do. Yeah, I can tell you, it's great taste, less filling, ninety-six calories, but uh, I don't and know. Available if we can for say delivery. That there. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? The trouble is, those ninety-six calories really add up when you uh, <clears throat> multiply by. Uh, a great number. Yeah, the weekend, well, that, huh? I mean, I can Now that I'm voice. thinking about it, Greg, now that I'm thinking about it, if the can is smaller as you are saying that it is and it's still 96 calories, somehow we're filling we're fitting more calories into the can. Yeah. If it's a smaller I don't know how can that, with the same number of calories. Yeah, I don't know how that math works. 
That's that's over my pay grade. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's the author of Fins at Fifty. He's a dolphin expert, and we will get to him. Uh, we will get to his thoughts on the dolphins here in just a second. But Greg, do you think at any moment during the Dallas game there was any sort of communication uh, from Belichick to Jones or Jones to Belichick? Do you think there was a text message, any form of communication as Jerry Jones watched Dak Prescott blow yet another playoff game? Oh hell yes, I think. Uh, <laughs> It may have been like, like, I don't think Jerry does that personally. I think he has a surrogate do that, you know, an assistant, but somebody has been in touch with Belichick for sure. There's just no way it's not happening. And Harbaugh too. You know, I heard you guys mentioning that and it's absolutely true. I think they were going to fire the coach eventually. Like Jerry Jones, this is a good result for him in a way because he wanted to make a coaching change, I believe. And, and this just allowed him to do it, uh, probably a week sooner than he thought he might. It's interesting because you've had Jerry Jones say recently that he's kind of okay with a Belichick type coach. And you heard Belichick on the way out of new England say, yeah, I'm open to having a GM. I don't need to make every single decision here, which is, which is the way Jerry wants it. It seems like a perfect fit. Right? It it does. And Jerry Jones, <clears throat> I'm sorry about my voice guys. That's okay. Yep. Sounds great. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Jerry Jones at his age, uh, wants to win now you know he's not interested in hiring the next big thing as a coach and hoping that he might work out in five years he won't right now so if if he's bringing in a belichick or a or a harbaugh he has the proof you know he has a guy who knows how to win and because he's tired of waiting i mean the the cowboys i I think their playoff record now is four and 17 in the last 21 games they just get to this point in the and collapse you know, and it's like the Dolphins haven't won a playoff since 2000, which is the longest drought ever now that Detroit has finally won. But Cleveland's not, or Dallas is not that far behind. Four and 17 in the playoffs. They just can't win. And Jerry Jones is, is out of patience. He's too old to have patience. And, uh, and he doesn't. The Dolphins now hold two uh, not great playoff dis- distinctions. They ha- have the longest amount of time since they've won a playoff game. They haven't won since 2000, and they have the most consecutive playoff losses with six consecutive playoff losses. Yeah, yeah. They this is what they do. It, it's the curse of ones. I I believe that when they won two championships in a row in '72 and '73, including the only pers- perfect season ever, the Dolphin curse kicked in. And we've seen the curse over the years. The curse is you're going to draft Dan Marino, and he's going to set all kind of NFL records. Never going to win a Super Bowl. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're finally going to have this season where I I think this was the season of highest hopes since the Marino era, and I honestly thought that they were going to had a chance to get to the Super Bowl or at least the AFC title game, and then for them to fizzle the way they did, the curse is back. You know, you thought that. They were over the Dolphin curse. They're not. The Dolphins continues to be a real thing. And, uh, and and you just saw it in three awful, terrible losses in a row to end an otherwise pretty good season. I'm surprised by the direction that this has gone in because uh, as a Dolphins fan, and as someone who is surrounded by Dolphins fans, uh, if you're not a Dolphins fan and you listen to the show, you're probably annoyed with the number of times that Dolphins fans will blame injuries for why the Dolphins the struggled at the end of the year. The weather is another thing that people have complained about. Uh, but I didn't think that we were going to get eliminated from the playoffs and arrive at 
it is a curse, and that's the reason why the Dolphins have been eliminated. He's unaware of this curse. I'm with you, Billy. Yes. The curse, yes. Yeah. Now, no, how does one break thing. this curse? Um, you have you 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 don't have an answer for me. They're, the club has been trying to figure it out for three generations. Nobody knows. Sacrifice. I have an be. idea. I have an idea. We're friends with a witch. Rosalind, who oh, yes. occasionally comes on. She's and a friendly she will, witch, Greg. Yes. Yeah, she's a friendly witch. Sometimes she will put curses on people, but we, maybe we can talk to her this week, Greg. And I don't know if you're interested. Maybe we can do a stupidity episode or something where we talk to Rosalind and try to have her lift the curse of the Dolphins. Or should we wait until the start of next season? Um, I think you can do it next season. I don't think there's any great urgency because okay. I don't know, but I suspect cur- curse lifting uh, is, is a, an immediate thing, right? You, you probably it? want to do it before the draft. Right. Okay. Know, maybe in the spring. This but is shocking. I, I, yeah. No, this is shocking. I would say if you have a curse and we are offering someone who can get rid of said curse, you would want to get rid of the curse as soon as possible. Can, Why wait till next season? That's fair. Is it possible, Greg, is it possible to have multiple curses? Because I'm wondering, here's what happens. If we talk to Rosalind the Witch now and we remove this curse... Is it possible to then get another curse put on you before the next season starts? Or can you have multiple curses at the same time? I guess it's more of a question for her. You think she'd give us a group rate to like get rid of all the curses at once? Concurrent curses. Wait, Mikey, their curses, they drafted. At least they drafted Marino. (laughs) We passed on him. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, But, you know, I don't know who uh, began this curse. I just know that it's the perfect season. And uh, and it continues 55 years later or however long it's been. It's crazy. This was the season. This was the team. This was the time. And look what happened. Why don't you do this, Greg? You're a journalist. So you you have now identified the reason the Dolphins keep failing is because of this curse. Right. Uh, you look through historically famous curses. You have the curse of the Billy Goat that was tracked back to that one moment. Now you have a couple weeks now. The Dolphins didn't go as deep as you thought they were going to go. You have time before the offseason columns. Of, are you okay? Yeah. Sorry. What happened there, Chris? I'm an any amateur. Co- I just Any coffee, coffee spill? It's fine. What, what yeah. was Is that? it everywhere? Is <laughs> no, it it's, fine. it's just semi-everywhere. No, it's fine. Don't worry about me. It up? You can clean so you it. You need don't to worry. clean it up? I'm, I'm good. No pressure. No, I'm yeah. good, guys. No, okay. I'm good. Feel free. He said I'm good. good. See, the, the problem with this curse is I don't know the origin. I suspect the origin is that Don Shula sold his soul to get to the perfect season. Right. But Don Shula, it, I had nothing for him. He's the late, great, all-time winningest coach uh, for at least 15 more games. I think it started when he dampened the field in that 82 AFC championship game, something like that, against the Jets. <laughs> that's, where the, that's what you get yeah, for but, cheating, Greg. Michigan never going to win again, you'll see. <laughs> but that, that sounds could be. like Shula's problem. That shouldn't be the Dolphins' problem. <laughs> Ah, but Shula is the Dolphins. Yeah, Shula, you know, exactly he he's right. just the he's the fa- the grandfather, the father of the franchise, <laughs> and always will be. Yes, uh, Billy, we lost you, but we determined, or at least we're guessing here, that the curse started in '82 when Shula, Shula damped yeah. in the field. Yeah. So, are we well, good with you, that? You, I don't. I what I was trying to get to is you now have time to kind of dedicate towards finding the source of said curse, and then. You know, backtracking, and then yeah. you you are a Dolphins historian. You did write fins at fifty. Um, maybe this becomes <laughs> your next thing: is you identify when this curse began, and then we can figure yep. out how to properly exercise the curse. Because I don't think 
that when we talk to Rosalind the witch, that if we don't know the source, we're going to be able to kind of get rid of it completely, you know? No, you're right. And I wish, um, I wish during his lifetime that I had had this conversation with Shula because I'm just imagining how that might've gone where I sit down with Shula and try to gently ask him whether or not at any point in the early seventies, he sold his soul and the future of the franchise in order to have a perfect season. I'm just wondering how that question would have gone over with, with Don Shula, but not I well, never did. You know that. <laughs> you know. I never asked, <laughs> and I call myself a journalist. I never yeah. asked Shula if he sold his soul. I just right. never did. Uh, Sorry. And you, and you never will. Uh, yeah, unless, unless we get a seance yes. with Shula. That's what we're That's working on. Yes. Again, Rosalind. Rosalind can talk to Don still, I promise you. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yes. That would be we're getting guess. into her Imagine. like gold and platinum yes. packages. Yes. So. That would Rosalind, be a guess. Listen, Rosalind will facilitate a conversation between Greg Cody and Don Shula, and you can finally ask your question, okay? Hey, that ain't cheap, though. Pony up. <laughs> I mean, we just have to promote her website. That's all. <laughs> I'm now wondering, like, if we, how we, if we had a podcast series where we claimed to be talking to deceased celebrities through a medium, how that would be received. Because I would imagine that a lot of these celebrities' estates are litigious and they wouldn't like you just announcing that their deceased relatives are appearing on your podcast. That's an idea. I I'm would get a patent down. on that. I mean, yeah, Greg, get what a, a shocker if we were to announce that Don Shula is joining us. I do that. like that. I do like that. <laughs> oh, God. Too soon? Um, anyway, <laughs> Greg, I want to ask you a couple serious questions here. So Dolphins have some big decisions to make here. What do you do oh, with boy. Tua? Tua? I know who that is. Uh, what do you do with Tua here, Greg? Because he's going to have... You know, do you pay him the hundred plus million, two hundred million dollars for the season he just had? He did the two most important things. A, he stayed healthy. B, he got them to the playoffs. The bad part is he was lousy in the playoffs and bad against playoff teams. So what do you do with Tua here? Yeah, he had his his worst game of the season when he needed to have his best game in uh, sub freezing Arctic uh, ten, uh, which is a caveat, I will say. Um, I resign him. I mean, I extend him. I give him the money. Uh, I do think because the season took a tailspin that it did, that maybe you get him a little cheaper than you might have a month ago or at midseason. But, you know, he's a good quarterback. You know, you the odds whether he's elite, whether he's top five elite, but there's no argument that he's a good quarterback who can win in this league. Now we know he can stay healthy. He led the league in passing yards. I mean yep. – you know, that's not nothing. And and his uh, pa- uh, completion percentage was up near 70. That's not nothing. He's very accurate, the strongest arm in the league. And uh, many a time we saw Tyreek Hill have to sort of pause and wait for the ball, which is unfortunate. But um, the offense they're running suits him. I-, I wish he were more mobile. I wish he they used his legs a little bit more. You know, it would be great to have Tua's accuracy combined you know, Justin Fields mobility, but you take what you can get and, and quarterbacks are at such a premium, premium in this league. I think you, you almost have to extend him and and call him your quarterback of the future. That's one of the things that we saw in this game. uh, And it wasn't, you know, what was the difference in the game, but you did see when Tua had to scramble, he was not going to get hit. Like if he had to go six yards and there was someone in the way, he was going to slide it too. 
and he was right. just going to give up getting that first down. Where Mahomes, and I mean, obviously it's ridiculous, but you see his helmet cracks because he's running through defenders. And the Dolphins, I don't know what they were doing on some of those plays where it's just kind of olaying him and letting him run right past them. They didn't seem to want to get super physical with Mahomes at times. I guess they just assigned, uh, assumed that he was going to lay up and not run through them, and he just kept running. And that's one thing. You do like that Tua changed the way that he played a little bit, right? Where he wasn't putting himself in danger. He got through the season healthy, which was a big question mark for Tua all year long. But in this game, it almost looked like, was he too conservative, right? And then how do you find that balance between be aggressive Tua, who's undersized and gets manhandled and then has a concussion and is laying on the field, and Tua, who's more conservative, and now it's a three and out because on fourth down, he has a lane, but he doesn't really want to get hit. And he'll slide, you know, two yards short of the first down marker. Yeah, they they actually called two designed runs for Tua uh, against uh, Casey, which they haven't most of the season. That that was like a rarity. It was a surprise to me. I was um, shocked he was able to do it. Honestly, yeah, I, I was too. And he's just he's just not that fast. You know, right. he's just not. He does, doesn't have great speed, and he's not big. You know, Josh Allen's built like a linebacker. Tua's not. Uh, but but the frustrating thing to me, if you're a Dolph fan, the frustrating thing is you had a couple of things go really right, still uh, ended in misery. You you had Tua play all 18 games, start all 18 games, which going into the season was the key, right? Everybody was talking about that. If he can stay healthy, he did, and yet this happened. And then in the Buffalo game, which meant everything, you had Josh Allen throw or uh, have three turnovers, picks and a fumble. That's the recipe to beat Buffalo, except it wasn't good enough. So you had Tua staying healthy. You had Josh Allen with three turnovers in, in the game they had to win, and still they are where they are. It's frustrating. And, and again, it's part of the curse we mentioned. So yep. there it yep. is. Yep. Well, we'll fix that curse when you talk to Shula next week on the show. Sure. I can't yes. wait for this. I really yes. can't wait for this. It's going to be great. We're going to get to Juju here in a second. But, um, Greg, I do have a question. Well, first off, before I get to that, the – I guess the tough thing with Tua, Ryan Cortez said this to me and Dan this morning. The first 15 scripted plays in McDaniel's offense, he's great. When you get past those first 15 offensive plays, the numbers just take a nosedive. <laughs> like, I don't know what you do with that, man. That and the fact that he can't improvise. He can't just like create a little bit more time in the pocket right. so he can free himself up to throw the ball. It's tough, man. He's good. He's not great, I guess is what I would say. Um, I can't disagree with that. I, right. But good is enough, you know, uh, in this league. You just can't – you can't go five years – you you can't do another Ryan Tannehill where you devote eight years to a quarterback who's not good enough, really. Right. I think Tua is good enough. But to, to compound what you said, the communication issues continue for once, and they've been a problem through most of the year. All the time – they're taking dumb penalties. They're taking delay of game penalties. They're wasting timeouts to avoid delay of game penalties. They had an illegal formation penalty, which is inexcusable. Uh, the communication issues between the sideline and Tua continue to be a real issue, and it's not crowd noise. I don't know what it is, but that leads to the fact that after those first scripted plays are done and they have to rely on the communication more, that's when the, the trouble kicks in. 
All right, Greg, stay there for a minute. Juju's going to join us. I have two more Dolphin questions for you. A Lions question. Not only did he write Fins at 50, he also wrote the book Pride of a Lion. I mean, this man is a mm. Lion expert. He is a Dolphin mm. expert. He writes for the Herald. <laughs> he joins us on Levitar Show every Tuesday. We'll come back with him and Juju in just a second. Oh, dale. Arriba, ra, raza. Juju, I'm surprised that you're not wearing a Bills jersey today with the big game that you guys have. Yep. I don't even know what you're talking about. My, my, we look. We have one rule in this household, and we don't talk about it when it's when it's game day. We don't even mention it. Let's talk about one thing. I just before y'all start. I don't know if y'all cover this or not. Matthew Stafford was concussed on the ground, throwing up game signs, and they let him play in the game. I do not understand what's going on. Like we say, we got all these cameras. We got HD evidence of him knocked out on the ground. And they just let mm-hmm. that man continue because just the playoffs, he back in Detroit. Well, My brother Roger Goodell, what are we doing? Well, Mikey A said it's because it's playoff time. And well, let's be yeah. honest, we didn't want to see that game play out with Stafford versus Golf. I mean, right. I he want him to be healthy. Lost. But- <laughs> no, he looked lost. Like, he did not know where he was. Like, they I, took him to the medical tent, and I have no idea how it is that he was cleared to return to that game. And right. then when even after the game, when they're doing, like, the handshakes and stuff, you looked at his eyes, and he wasn't there. Like, he didn't right. look like he was there. He went out the field holding his rib. That's what they tell you to do. If you got a concussion, hold your rib and wince and walk off to the blue tent. Don't act like you concussed because we, brother, you were concussed. Come on, the NFL, keep it consistent across the board, guys. What are we doing? Right. Sorry. We Welcome. I, I'm happy to be here, though. Right. Should we, we be watch Josh Allen pull today if he's concussed? I mean, I, we're not supposed to talk about yes, it. Yes, sir. You know? Look, I want yeah. I want my brother to live a long and healthy life, man. This is just a game. <laughs> okay. Get him Juju. out of there, man. They may got kids. Juju, I love the fact that you think they're going to be there enough to hold their ribs and remember, oh, wait, I'm concussed. <laughs> Let me hold my ribs and walk to the Look. sideline. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, Greg, how good did you feel for Jared Goff? I mean, Stafford, the Rams, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, but Jared Goff, you had to feel, yeah, he was crying after the game, Greg. It was a great moment. I felt great for the people of Detroit, is who I mostly felt great for. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Eminem cast as uh, one of the world's biggest super sports fans, right. which was a character for him. That was great. Uh, no, I mean, 32 years or whatever it's been. They, they, they've been the laughing stock for so long in this league. For them to finally win a home playoff game was terrific. Uh, yep. go- and, and golf's a great story. You know, but yeah. then again, had Stafford won that game against his former team, that would have been sort of neat, too. Uh, I picked L.A. to win, so I'm not thrilled about the result. But I am happy for... <laughs> For for all the people that get upset about the amount of times that they show Taylor Swift at the game, who were we more annoyed to see at the Lions game? Was it Eminem every time that Eminem would be shown? Or was it the 90-year-old who's had season tickets for 66 years? Yeah, because <laughs> enough of him, okay? Like, enough. We don't need another sister gene. We we're good. Do some bad times, okay? Exactly right. You're old. We got it. How about Don't let's celebrate like that you're that, 90 brother. years old, okay? <laughs> Yo, back I'm off. not getting there, okay? Back I'm off. not getting to 90. We don't need to. I don't care how long you've had season tickets. And also, like, if you had season tickets for the Lions for 66 years, you make horrible financial decisions. Like, there are oh, years there that you could take off. I don't know what he's doing with his money. If he's there <laughs> wasting his money on teams that are going 0-16. Brother, leave anyway. my dog alone. He is consistently a fan. He deserves this. Don't ruin his moment. He's the nah. king. We did it to Sister Jean ass. Nah, we too we much told Prince Sister Jean ass out there every time. Uh, whoever's, uh, Southern NBC or whoever the hell went. Loyola College. Loyola. <laughs> right. Yeah. We I have ass a, I have... out there every time. 
I have a bad question that I I, I don't know if I should ask. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Who knew where they were less at the end of that game? That old man or Matthew Stafford? Oh Stafford. My God. Stafford for <laughs> <Okay>. sure. <laughs> That old man was old when one 32 years ago. That was incredible. That's true. That's true. If you told him he was living until 2024 back then. I'm telling you. I love seeing people older than me, though. It's just, it's so rare. There's not that hope. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing. I'm like, go, go. How old are you? 90? Great. Yeah. With it, no, that uh, I, I love showing that guy. That was great. I, I have two horrible questions, uh, only because these two coaches are available. And Mike McDaniel is listen, he's a good coach, Greg. Okay, I'm not certain that he's better than Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. And so, I just ask you this question oh, God. you're Stephen Ross, and the phone oh, rings boy. today, and it's Bill Belichick. What do you do? <laughs> That's not a silly question. I know. Because, you know, Stephen Ross has a track record. I mean, Stephen Ross, when Tony Sperano was his sitting coach, Stephen Ross is flying across the country to try to woo Harbaugh whenever that was, eight years ago or something. Yes. You know, they they have uh, – Stephen Ross has that reputation. And, you know, he, he is, cost his team a first-round draft pick because he was going after – um, Sean Payton and, and Tom Brady. So I don't put anything past Stephen Ross. And the idea that if he had a chance to hire Harbaugh or that he might uh, is not inconceivable. However, I do think everybody really loves Mike McDaniel. I, I, I think he's a, a good young coach who uh, has earned a chance to be back. I don't think the Dolphins are considering a coaching change, but Belichick and Harbaugh being available sort of changes the dynamic no matter where you're talking, including Miami. Right. It makes you is think it crazy it. to is it crazy to wonder if Bill Belichick's still a good coach? <laughs> it's like, not crazy why, to wonder that. No, not, not just that, but like that. his whole thing is like he created this patriot culture, the patriot way, all this stuff. He's coming in at 71. How long is it going to take for him to instill this culture? It's not going to be in one season. This is going to be like I a three-year thing. Like how like we're going to be married to Bill Belichick at 74 years old, wherever he goes next. Like, I feel like he just needs to kind of go in and, and just like, accept. I'm just going to be the coach. I'm going to try to get my 15 wins or whatever and be out. Right. Well, Belichick obviously is going to pick and choose exactly the right team for him. He, he's not in rebuilding mode point in his life and career. He's going to go. He would go to a Miami, to a Dallas, to a team that can win right now. Uh, you know, the LA chargers have Justin Herbert. That alone makes them, uh, an interesting team if you're a win now coach. So, yeah. What about Belichick. the Jets? What about Robert Sally and the Jets? I feel like their mm-hmm. run is lined up with his age. They're going to have about a good three, four years left in that Aaron oh, Rodgers. Oh, check called Woody Johnson today, Juju. He better fire Sally and hire Belichick. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can't believe that you're already firing Mike McDaniel. But, but Billy, no, right. no, he's not doing that. This but it just insane. happened. Billy, no, you did a year you, with you, two coaches you, who no, better. you did that. No, no, you did that. Not Greg. You did that. Yeah, this is firing Mike McDaniel, not I me. I, I said, Christian okay. Wilkins, you did that. What the hell was that on third down? Y'all could have got out I, the field. What the hell was Christian weird. Wilkins thinking? Like, that oh, was my weird. God. I can't wait to see Hard Knocks. <laughs> How, yeah, so it fun. ends this week, right? Like, we're just I going as, as long as. They better come back like Aaron Rodgers came back on Pat McAfee one more time, bro, just to show folks. We know we're <laughs> no, not I'm saying we'll <laughs> see this week, right? We're... He came back the next day. <laughs> that was weird. That was yeah. so strange. 
<laughs> but it happening? was funny. It's like, yeah, he's not, not going to come on the rest of the season. Next day, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hard not salute the hard knocks and salute the Vegas and the Dolphins just ruining that. I, I, the first game, we can't even think about going to Vegas to see the Dolphins for two damn weeks. <laughs> they got kind of like first it. Week. You yeah. like it? Yeah, it'd like be a it. lot, a lot of pressure. Be a, it won't be fun. As it is a Super Bowl. Listen, guys, I don't, I don't, I don't know who I need to tell this to. Is Dan still Super, going? By the way, I mean, Super Super Bowl. Really if you're actually Dan working, is not a fun week. Like it's not oh, all parties no, and Awful. rainbows and butterflies. If you're actually doing what you should be doing, if you're going right. just to party, you're gonna have a great time. But like Man. last week, you can ask Juju. We went out one day and it was the last day. And every other day we were at Radio Road to like six or seven o'clock at night. Then like getting Uber Eats of like Chick-fil-A or whatever was like the closest thing to the hotel. And then working till like 10. Super Bowl is not a fun week. Uh, Greg- oh, no, it still was fun, bro. It right. still was fun. No, it's fun. Like there's energy. Radio Row was fun. But Greg, you would have laughed because I went to Super Bowls like 20 years ago and you're like roped off at parties in the corner was Chris Berman, <laughs> was Ed Werder. <laughs> and 20 years later, I'm telling you, you go to these Super Bowl parties, the same guys are still roped off in a corner smoking cigars yeah. and <laughs> laughing the at the comic book. I mean, <laughs> in fairness, terrible. though, that's because the one party we went to was the old man party because that's the, the one cigar that you, party. you got. Yeah, you got to sit <laughs> to the cigar party with the old men. And me and Juju straight up just walked right over the velvet rope and just walked right in. <laughs> Yeah. Right, it was Jaws and Donovan McNabb session. We just walked yeah. straight in and like, hey, what's up, y'all? Yeah. There was a security <laughs> guard on one end, and we just stepped over the rope on the other end and just walked right in. And we got the invite from Golick. You're right. So. Yeah. Yep, that was the Mike Ditka party, right? The cigar party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still roped off. VIP. <laughs> like, like anybody wants to go there. Right. 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 You're excited for Vegas, regardless of the Dolphins being there, right? Oh yeah, no, I love Vegas. Um, my my wife may even go. Um, mm. I you love Las Vegas. I mean, it's great. I, I'm looking forward to. It. Honestly, it's much less pressure that the Dolphins aren't there, right? You know, because if the Dolphins are there, I've got to like work and do this and that, and well, you, you know, you have to you have to work anyway. Just like that, this seems to be the common confusion. <laughs> we have to work when we're there, everybody. Right? Really, the one that's working, bro. But we should shoot work. a video for Puka, Puka, yes. Nakua. Yes. His yeah. quarterback is not named Tua. I you have to admit, brother, salute for that one, bro. Yeah, that, no, that turned out great. And during the song last night, I actually started singing it until my wife told me to <laughs> shut up because it's just now I, I can't help it. If Puka does anything and I'm watching it live, I start singing the song. I literally can't help myself. How long were you singing it before your wife told you to shut the hell up? I mean, oh, it it, it just took a couple of syllables. I'm, I'm not even sure if I get his name out my mouth. Well, shut up already, Greg. I feel like you should start laying the groundwork because Puka Nakua is definitely going to be in Vegas promoting something. Someone yeah. is going to pay him to no promote doubt. something. So yep. you should try to reach out to him and at least have like some sort of conversation with him an interview hey i'm the one that sang the song for you yeah i for sure he knows about this song i don't think i'm going out on a limb saying it's gotten to him that that song was made about him i would mm. hope so i think he's seen it once or twice he just the season was locked in now the season over i think it will be a little bit easier to get in, in contact with the good brother yeah for Ooh. sure uh, oh, why don't you do this, Greg? Why don't you try to be the first person that reaches out to him and sponsor him? I don't know what it would cost, but maybe you sponsor him to go to Radio Road to just do hits mm. for the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. 
I'm not sure if the Greg podcast has that kind of a budget. I think a a bigger show. Let me think of a bigger show. Maybe the Levitard show (laughs) might have a budget that could do that. I don't know. You You should have Shula co-host with you the entire week. (laughs) (laughs) A cardboard cutout of Shula. (laughs) Now that we're talking this out, what do you guys think? you would pay a, a player to do like eight hits, right? Like you reach out to a player and that's what we're doing. We're just paying them to promote the Dan Lebitard show with Stugatz, not like tide, not like bounty. Like right. they're going on other shows right. to promote our radio that's show. How's a good idea that would cost because if we get like a good name, They'll go on big shows and they're like, oh, who are you here on behalf of? Like, I'm here on behalf of the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts. Like, right. you can listen to us, Metal Arc Media. We need to find the big YouTube. name that likes us still. And then Austin yeah, Eckler. Right. Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler. Derek Wilson. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Mostert. I, Mostert, Mostert. Mostert was invited to be on this, this conversation this morning, but uh, we haven't heard back. Too yet, soon, so I, I guys. Think, yeah, what are we yeah, doing? No, and listen. Oh I would normally God. push and push and push, but I had to leave it alone. I only asked him four times. Just threw up a little <laughs> bit. That's why way too soon, guys. Hey. Let him. We got to give him a week at least. We yeah. didn't tell yeah. him what we were going to talk. We could talk about anything. You know? I'm telling you, Greg Cody. I see the wheels turning. He's thinking, how much would I pay to have someone go around to other shows <laughs> to promote the Greg Cody show? <laughs> that Greg Cody thing about Braxton Berrios range. <laughs> there you I'm go. Thinking, that, that's that's exactly, not bad. If, if that you do, do I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get the the back snapper. I tell you that I'll offer a T-shirt. What is Smythe command? Why don't you get Smythe to go out there and start talking Smythe? on your show's behalf? Yeah, I mean yeah. his interviews might not be as great as other uh, NFL players. Salute to Smythe wherever you are. Though I know you're watching. No, you should yeah. give Puka Nakua the rights to your song, Greg, in exchange for him going on a media tour. That's what I think. In all seriousness, <laughs> the Levitard show should hook up with uh, Puka. And, right. and get him to do all this stuff and take advantage of the song and, and really enlist him to promote. And that'd be great. And he'd, he's got time <laughs> on his hands now. He ain't preparing for a game. He's, no. he's good. He's free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Billy, this yeah. is a good idea, paying someone to go promote our show. I like this. I, right. I think it is, too, but I don't know right. what our budget would be for such a thing. But, uh, again, I think Durham Smythe is your guy, Greg. I feel like that's the price range that we're looking Durham at Smythe. there. <laughs> yeah. It'll pro- it may it may cost you more in expenses to get him there and, and, like, have him get a room and all that in Vegas than you'd have to pay him to go do the media rounds on your behalf. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we need to do it. Salute to the chat. Also, by the way, Jeff Richards, uh, Damon Kierdowitz, Lucas G. Happy birthday, Brusco. Morgan from Australia, Jacoby Walker. We love all y'all, man. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Juju. But who's going to watch Smythe Super Bowl week? I mean, honestly, you're talking yeah. like only Joe Rose is going to have him on. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't. Someone that will take Jer- Durham Smythe. You act like if Durham <laughs> Smythe doesn't walk by your booth, you're not going to be like, Durham, come sit. Give me a minute. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we talked to I Ryan Leaf last year, and it never aired. Stugatz had Ryan Leaf on promising that he was going to get him into the Tahoe tournament. I don't know if he ever did or didn't. And then I don't think that interview ever even aired. I did not, and I did <laughs> of not. <course> it did. <laughs> yeah. Do you not feel shame like when you see Ryan Leaf again this year to tell him, like, hey, when he asks you, like, what happened to Tahoe, you, you're not like he, he will remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps. We'll see. Hmm. Listen, I made an effort. I, I connected him with a guy who's in charge of the tournament. It's up to Ryan Lee from there. I mean, that's what do you want me to do? I'll get you an invite. Here's somebody's number. 
Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> He's the guy who sends the Billy. Come on, he was sitting right next to us. I didn't know what to do. I was in a bad spot with Brian Leaf. I mean, are we cross talking, Stu? Guys, are we cross talking today? I don't know. Uh, if they're Dan, in the, I don't know if they're in the chat or uh, are coming in here. They'll uh, they'll be doing ten o'clock to to eleven o'clock. So that's cool. Nice. Uh, I'm excited. As Billy pointed out, we went from not working yeah. to doing two shows. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's weird. Uh, Billy, do you want to do your big board bets? I, we will oh, bring yeah, those I guys in. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Guys, Greg, I was uh Greg, I was are you good to stay? High. Do you need to leave? I mean. No, I'm good. Whatever. All right. I would write these down because Billy's been exceptional with his big board bets. I mean. Nice. Well, Greg, I will tell you this. Two weeks ago, I was looking great. I was 21-17-1 for the season. Then I had the Sunday night watch along that we did, and I went 4-2, and two, upping my record to 25 19 and one then i got a little cocky and i decided <laughs> you know what i'm gonna make three picks for the national championship game and i went oh for three so now my overall record is 25 22 and one on the season this is billy's bets big boards brought to you by we still don't have a sponsor uh season's wrapping up getting so late. i don't know if we're going to be able to getting sponsor late. yeah it's getting a little late <laughs> in the game but you never know maybe someone will come in and sponsor us here at the last minute uh the we're not a draft today you don't state. have a sponsor if the season ended today, I don't have a sponsor, uh, but it doesn't. It continues on. And uh, this isn't a drafting stake, but if it was, these are three bets that I would feel strongly enough about that I may or may not actually place a wager on. We'll see. We're not a drafting state, so you'll never know. Anyways, the first one that we're going to do here today, should have written this out earlier. Yep. All right. <laughs> Juju, how are you on your picks while Billy is writing this down? Ah, uh, man, I think I went... Three and one thus far. I, nice. The only game I missed was them boys. Yeah. I wanted the Packers to win, but I just didn't think so. You know what I mean? So yeah. salute to them boys. Salute to K-Funk as well. I know he K-Funk got, he got is big, man. What do you mean you didn't? Oh, my so, God. Yeah. I, I said the Packers are the money line. I was saying it all week. I mean, right, bro. No faith in me, Junior. You said the Dolphins would win, too. Why are you reminding anybody, everybody about the one time you said Packers on the money line? I was saying it all week. Because I... I know uh, you'll do a great job of reminding them where, when I was wrong. So I like to remind our audience just once in a while when I get it right. Okay. No, you picked right. Buffalo. He picked the Packers. I had the Packers. Oh, money line. Okay. Money okay. Line. Buffalo game hasn't happened yet. Great. Yeah. The Buffalo game. I, I predicted yeah. it would be delayed. So they, they could have played that game yesterday. I saw the weather. That was football Greg, weather. They could have played Greg, that how game ridiculous yesterday. ridiculous is it that they're going from Favre to Rogers to Jordan Love? I've been a Jeff fan for 40 years and haven't had a single quarterback. I know, but eight games ago, everybody didn't think Jordan Love was the answer. And then what he are you goes talking about, Stu? You had Favre and Rodgers, and now you'll have Love soon. I'll have Love 15 about? years from now, yes. <laughs> All right, my first pick of the thing, Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown. Mm. Right. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, anytime, anytime touchdown. touchdown. I want the Bucks to win so badly. I do. <laughs> Just because I want one of the quarterbacks to be in the the NFC, the quarterback Mayfield. representing the NFC to be Baker, Goff, Purdy, or Love. I love that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> All right, that's one of Billy's big board bets. My Sidebar. next one, uh-huh. Baker Mayfield over 236 and a half passing yards. All right. I yeah, feel I like we're going to have some garbage time yards there at the end of that game, and he's going to go over in garbage time. Billy, they could not have played yesterday, okay? I, I, <laughs> yes, they could have. One guy, yes, they guys, could have. No, they could not have. And people would have died on the way to the stadium. Can you guys oh, tell please. me? Oh, please. Yeah, people were dying yes. when they were sliding down those snow sleds right. that they were doing. Yeah, everybody That's looked, a small I sacrifice. Saw, that was a yeah, drunk I saw, fool. 
right there underneath all the snow is all the carcasses uh, of the people it, that died is, shoveling it. Please get out of here. Is it true that the shirtless guy at Kansas City, negative 27 degrees, is it true that he was hospitalized with frostbite from the elbows down? Uh, I can believe it. Deserves I mean, it. Yeah. Like, it, it must, right? You can't then spend Then he should have taken hours. his pants off. If, if uh, he was pneumonia, was frostbite, the elbow down, he should have taken off his pants if his top was good. He got pneumonia in the booty as soon as he did that. But sidebar, Chris Whittingham was right. right. Buffalo, build a damn dome. What are we trying to prove to each other? That we can just do it? We can brave it? You got one of the best teams in the NFL, and it's not even going to matter because it's going to be who can play in the snow better. Ain't this a B word? If the Dolphin Chiefs game is in a dome, Juju, did the, uh, did the Fins win? The Fins win by 100. Come on, Tyreek, they could Tyreek couldn't even <laughs> dig in the in the surface. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jalen Wilder wasn't even Wilderish. Mm-hmm. There were four or five numbers on the Dolphin defense running around that I hadn't seen out there all season. <laughs> Num- uniform numbers I did not recognize. Yeah. Where did Bruce Irvin come from? <laughs> the, the the Dolphins defense had three or four players who hadn't been on the team for an entire week. It was it, ridiculous. People. Say, oh, I don't want to hear about injuries. That's just an excuse. But the Dolphins' defense was a shell of itself. Big injuries. How can you not factor that in? Juju, uh, you know. they went in the discount bin and uh, rummaged through even the defensive linemen who didn't have all their fingers. <laughs> like they, they, they went through everybody trying to get healthy bodies that were out there. They and make explosive there plays. Four or five names running around out there. I'm like, who's that guy? Where did he come right. from? Look, they made it to an NFL roster. That's who them new guys are. Put them in a dome, and dare I say, this is a way better game for the Dolphins. Uh, Billy, you have one more bet to get to? I do. Yes, I do have another one. <laughs> I do Under 43 and a half points today. <laughs> That's it. I thought that. Oh, thought... oh. We lost Under 43 and a half deaths today in <laughs> yes. Buffalo. Are they indeed going to play the game, Juju? Are we sure they're not going to postpone it again? Yes, oh. they need to play the game and tell everybody to stay home. That's the announcement they need to make. Don't right. come, pandemic style. We just mm-hmm. watch this game together and hold hands. Right. Yeah, the, the governor said there will be no more postponement. So it's uh, play to the death today. Play to the mm, death. Wow. <laughs> that I, thought, uh, I thought Chris Cody had the, uh, the best comments in the chat while we, were, uh, while we were doing the show, and it was trade Tua for Justin Fields. I like that. I think Chris yeah, Cody's he's on, on this somebody. kick. I mean, I hey, but if you listen to Sunday Night Live, you will realize that that, that take was uttered yesterday oh, on the great oh, Sunday Night oh, Live show oh, by Tony, Pinday, Tony and I. You feel me? So Tony can have it. Tony can have it. Tony can have it. Tony can have it. As long as it happens, Tony can have it. Yeah, that's a great idea. You want Justin Fields over Tua? I need a quarterback that can move out of the pocket. You guys were talking earlier about Tua on these runs. That's terrifying. When Tua is out of the pocket running, I'm not happy. That's like what I would look like if my dad, like if my dad was running in the NFL. That's the fear that (laughs) I have. When I see Tua running, I'm like, oh no. Me in a football helmet would look funny, let alone running. That's ridiculous. But Tua be just, running with just, no cleats. <laughs> I'd be in my deck shoes, slipping all over the uh, the icy field. All right, guys, we're going to uh, take a timeout so everyone can get organized here. But Dan is coming back. Mike is joining him. Witty is joining him. Chris Cody is joining him. I don't know where Billy's going. Juju, uh, I guess, is staying around. I might stay around. So, why? Uh, can I ask you something? Why did the Bills not just set up a bunch of tables and light them on fire in the stands and melt the ice? Like, it feels like it would have been more efficient than shoveling all of that snow. Yeah.
<laughs> well, today they'll play to the death, Billy. Lebitar <laughs> coming up next. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.